Okay, folks, here we are with the Zoopla UK House Price Index report for um, June 2023. This is an oversight from Zoopla themselves. Uh, good evening to the Instagram viewers. Um, this is an oversight by Zoopla themselves to an assessment of the where the whole housing market is. They'll probably be looking at the first half of the year as well and taking these statistics into account. And it gives us a good indication about where the market is right now in comparison to where it was before, but where it's actually going to be as well. I'm going to give some insights into where I think the market's going and also where I think base rates are going, where I think inflation's going and uh, and how that can affect house prices, but also how can it affect um, uh, whether buyer or seller's market and whether it's going to affect the um, ongoing uh, UK economy, potentially. Um, we'll maybe cover these sort of things. Sometimes I like to digress and like to go um, somewhere else with this. But their executive summary for Zoopla, they're actually saying that um, the executive summary is house price inflation slows to 1.2% as, as quarterly growth rate turns positive following a pickup in sales activity over the spring period. Now, this is according to Zoopla's numbers, remember. This is not land registry numbers, which is the overall housing market in the UK. This is Zoopla's UK house price index and how they see it. According to the number of people that are actually selling through their website and also listing through their website and inquiring through their website as well. And this is their sort of supply and demand. And we'll see how that differs in terms of what I'm getting from other sources, for example, the actual Office of National Statistics, UK house prices overall um, in comparison. Um, they also go on to say as quarterly price falls set to return in the second half of the year as higher mortgage rates hit buying power by up to 20%. Wow. Um, so they're writing um, in the second half of the year, which is what we're in now from July to December, um, higher mortgage rates are going to hit buying power by up to 20%. It's quite a high number. Uh, jump in proportion of sellers having to accept discounts to asking price of more than 5% in recent weeks, according to them, uh, rises to 42%, returning to their 2018 levels. Now, what they mean by that, what Zoopla means by that in terms of the 5% discount, it's the discount on their asking prices on Zoopla's website. Um, and that takes the whole of the UK. Now, generally, the English market tends to work on a discounted rate because there's no home reports. So it's not based on um, the uh, previous house sales. Um, which So in terms of the Scottish market, we are, we are determining our prices based on historical information, whereas the English market determines their prices on what they think they can actually achieve. So their, their pricing is almost in the stars and they'll catch the moon on the way down, whereas our pricing is almost on Earth, and we're trying to push to the trajectory of the stars and hit the moon on the way down. So we're opposite the ends of the spectrum from the English market in terms of how they work, in terms of how we work in Scotland, because we have home reports and they don't. So their prices are set by estate agents, where our prices are set by, really, um, charter surveyors in terms of in, in terms of the home report standards. Um, okay. So they reckon, according to Zoopla, UK house prices are still on track to fall by up to 5% over 2023. Um, and, and further downside at risk is if they see an acceleration of supply of homes for sale that boosts choice and further room for negotiation uh, with the stages overall. Yeah, well, there's no surprise there. But we're still not at levels in Fife, for example, 
of um, just let me check the Fife market. I'm going to go into Zoopla's website um, and we'll quickly look at that. Um, just a quick look for myself um, and I'll quickly type in Fife. Apologies, I've got something set up already. So, um, you know, it's no easy for me just to switch over to the website and show you Zoopla's, but I just want to check how many properties are on the market. Yeah, 854. Well, there's no time soon where the Fife property market is actually going to slow down or, or you know, is actually going to change from supply because 854 is way below pre-pandemic levels for the number of properties on the Fife market of over 1,200 properties. So Fife, in terms of supply, is still quite restricted in the sales market. What is slowing the Fife market down is exactly what Zupla is saying here, and it's actually the mortgage availability. In other words, how much people can actually borrow up to is the slowdown factor. So the the up to the mid-market, which is around about the 250000 mark, there is really good buoyancy because it's still affordable for most people in Fife, um, for, especially for people upgrading. Um, the mortgage availability and the affordability is still there. But when you go from 250 upwards in terms of the Fife market, it tends to be that there's a lot more to pay on a mortgage. Therefore, a lot more people can't afford it as could have afforded it before. We can see that now because I'm going to visit people and they're saying their mortgages are coming up for, for renewal in September, August, uh, no, um, October, November. And they're now saying they're going to have to take a decision probably to put their house in the market now um, rather than actually wait for D-Day and then realise it's like we're, we're cutting it fine in terms of our budget now. Um, and there's almost like a two month, too much month at the end of the money, if that makes sense. Um, so that's why some people are actually taking a decision to put their house in the market now in prelude um, for the fact that they're going to come out their new, their, their existing fixed rate deal um, to a new one. Now, newsflash, if you don't know by now, you can negotiate with your bank, by the way. I don't think anybody's really aware of that, and it's not widely known, but technically, if you're going to be coming out of your fixed rate mortgage, you can potentially negotiate with your bank to get better rates than what's actually advertised right now, even to get possibly a holiday in your mortgage payments or even possibly to pay interest only as well. Now, that's not widely known, but some banks are very sympathetic towards that, especially if they've got that same policy that they had in the credit crunch. Now, this is no credit crunch. This is not going to be a problem about credit because there is an abundance of money and supply in the system. So it's not going to be a credit problem and banks aren't going to withdraw funding as easily as they did in the 2008 scenario. Um, so it's still going to be available for finance. What they're going to do is they're probably going to be more creative and pushing their mortgages out a lot longer in the term to bring the monthly payment down. So a 25-year mortgage is now going to be a 35-year mortgage and the monthly payment will come down by possibly about 20%. And, 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 and that will be more affordable to a lot more people by pushing out a 35-year mortgage. Um, again, that's another way you can negotiate with your bank to bring your cash flow down on a monthly basis to a better term but speak to a mortgage advisor about this speak to your existing bank about this as well and because potentially they could possibly help once you're into another deal that's a no-go so you're better actually to negotiate as you're coming out of your deal or you're coming towards the end of your deal that you've got right now in order to go into that variable rate and that's when they'll go they're no daft they want to keep you as a customer that's when they'll be able they want to negotiate with you They'll maybe give you a wee bit of resistance in the first place, 
but explore these opportunities of maybe having mortgage holidays for six month periods, uh, maybe possibly having a, a longer term on your next mortgage and actually see how that works out for you on a monthly basis. After all, if you can negotiate a better deal, which keeps you in uh, a lot longer in your house and you've got certainty in your monthly payments, then that's probably better than actually moving because moving and uh, selling and buying is going to cost you a lot more in terms of um, entry and exit. Uh, for the for the cost so the cost of selling and the cost of then buying again is going to be a lot more than possibly negotiating with your bank right now that could be something up to about eight thousand pound and yet over the next five years the additional amount you're going to pay every single year over and above your normal mortgage now and getting another mortgage is probably going to be a lot less than that overall so that's maybe something that you could speak to your bank about so let's go back to the uk house price index though right, so this is that's an overall um, overview of the uk market so the thing, house prices are still on track to fall by 5%, according to Zoopla. Uh, further downside, the risk, they see acceleration, the supply of homes coming on. We don't see that in the Fife market just now. Anyone serious about selling in 2023 needs to be realistic on pricing. That is a key strategy here. Anyone that's thinking about selling and serious about selling in 2023 needs to be realistic on the pricing. A drawn-out realignment of house prices and household incomes are ahead, according to Zoopla. I kind of think that as well. And that's what I talked about in terms of your monthly cash flow going out um, and actually being able to renegotiate that with your bank so it comes down, but your mortgage term goes a bit higher. You will pay more overall on your mortgage. But potentially, maybe in the next five years, mortgage rates will come down significantly. Maybe in the next couple of years, mortgage rates will come down significantly. And you could go back on a better deal and bring your mortgage term back in again to the 25-year period and pay off quicker. So these are all things you've got to think about in terms of where you are right now with your mortgage. Speak to a proper qualified mortgage broker though. If you need me to put in touch with someone, then please feel free to message us because we'll put you in touch with some of the best mortgage brokers available who have really good deals. Uh, now, that can apply to a buy-to-let mortgage as well as a normal residential mortgage, which you're staying in just now. So let's see some key graphs here. Um, just overall, let's see where we are at 1.2% uh, annual price inflation, and uh, 42% accepting uh, uh, discounts of more than 5%, they see that, and minus 11% hit to buying power for mortgage rates rising from four to the base rate of 5%. Um, and it's actually a wee bit higher as well. And it probably will go a wee bit higher as well. Okay, so let's look at a graph here. Now this is the average sales and supply by, uh, but fewer buyers in the market. Now this is, here's the comparison here. Above average sales and fewer supply. So the demand is down by 14%. Now this is in comparison, this is the percentage change four weeks to the 18th of June um, compared to the five-year average. So this is compared to the five-year average. So the the uh, four weeks to the 18th of June, so that's that's the period of the June period that they're saying there, the four weeks, the month, uh, it's 14% down on the five-year average in terms of demand. So there's no surprise that demand's a lot less than what it is because base rates are rising. Uh, the number of sales agreed though, surprisingly, compared to the average year demand, is up by 8%. So there's more houses getting agreed sales than there was in the average five-year period just passed. The flow of new supply is 18% more than the five-year average. So again, there's more properties coming to the market. 
not necessarily in the Fife area. There's a lot less than what there was pre-pandemic. Um, you, you need to check your individual area, but we'll talk about that. And the stock of homes for sale is up by 11% as well. So that's one still sitting on the market right now. So what does Zoopla go on to say? More testing times as mortgage rates rise beyond 5%. Okay, after a better than expected start to 2023 and the affordability dynamics of the new home buyers have deteriorated over the recent weeks. Uh, stubbornly, high inflation has sparked uh, financial markets, uh, uh, spooked financial markets, with expectations that UK interest rates uh, uh, peak at possibly 6%. So they now factor in the possibility of interest rates and base rates peaking at 6%. Uh, mortgage rates have increased by over 1%, now averaging between 5 and 6% compared to uh, f a less than 4.5% uh, uh, in the spring period. Uh, on a view, uh, on, on Zoopla's view, they actually remain that 5% mortgage rates represent a tipping point beyond which house prices will post annual price falls below the average sales volumes. Uh, the, the report explores the very latest trends and concludes that we're still on track to price falls by up to 5% in 2023. Now, whether that's going to transpire in the Fife market, uh, particularly, um, Fife market is still quite buoyant, um, according to the average uh, national statistics on the um, house prices index, um, Fife is still sitting at 3.2%, um, more than in the previous 12 months um, for house price. And, but yet, it's a lot higher than what the Scottish house price is, but just slightly lower than what the UK house price is. But this, remember, is Zoopla's numbers. Uh, they go on to say sales momentum recovered over um, the first half of 2023. Um, and, and then they say mortgage rates uh, falling towards 4% over the early months of 2023 supported a recovery in the demand for sales. And that's why you've got a bit more buoyancy in the market. UK consumer confidence has also rebounded over the last five months. So this is how they saw the first half of the year uh, in the last five months as the labour market remains strong, earnings rise and energy prices are starting to fall. So they're starting to fall as from the 1st of July. It puts a le lot less pressure and that money from the fallen energy prices can then be reallocated to other budgets in the household, right? namely possibly mortgage interest rates and mortgage payments. They go on, Zoopla then go on to say, uh, total new sales agreed in the first five months of the year recovered uh, within 2% of the five-year average um, which is actually quite encouraging. This improvement in the sales volumes has led to a small increase in the three-month rate of the house price growth. Uh, reversing the quarterly price falls uh, recorded in the, qu the quarter of 2022, the last quarter of 2022, and the first quarter of 2023. Other indices have actually shown uh, a similar pattern recently indicating that sub-5% mortgages are consistent with a plus or minus 2% house price inflation. Sales agreed over the last four weeks are 8% above the average um, for the five years as households with cheaper finance locked in, uh, locked in, look to, uh, a locked, uh, locked in look to secure homes as mortgage rates for new business spike higher, but um, are wide uh, regional variations and underlying market conditions overall. In the last two weeks, there have been some early signs of a decline in the demand dropping below 2019 levels, which is likely to increase over the summer. 
So let's have a wee look at this. Uh, so this is the rebound in sales growth. So as we can see here, uh, apologies to people on Instagram, you can't show charts on Instagram. You can only show them on um, um, Facebook and, and, uh, and LinkedIn and Twitter and uh, various other channels. But unfortunately, if you're doing lives on Instagram, you can't do that. Uh, so if you need anything on Instagram, please pop over to Five Properties TV on YouTube and you'll actually see this live right now. Uh, okay, so this is a graph in rebounding sales, slowest pace of quarterly pay, pr um, um, price falls. Uh, so this is actually from December 2006, 2007, 2008, right up to 2023. And this shows you the quarter and quarter and then year on year. So this is the rebounding sales, so quarter and quarter. So you can see it dropping in. There's no surprise in 2008 where it dropped like a stone because that was the credit crunch overall year on year. And then it started to pick up and then it started to drop again 2011. And then it started to be quite quite stable, I would say. A wee flurry in 2013-14, dropping again 2018-19 and 20 because we went into pandemic. And then the boom came in and house prices started to rise exponentially again. And then they've come back. So they reckon the projection to the end of the year is roughly around about the 4% level um, uh, under in terms of minus house prices. Now, I still think um, we're around about, yeah, we're around about possibly by the end of the year, we'll see a, 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 a minus 5% um, price drop. Now, what does that mean? Well, in the last three years, house prices have gone up 30% in value. So if we see a drop of 5% by the end of the year, literally we're only back to midpoint of 2022. That's effectively it. So if you bought your house from um, before midpoint of 2022, the minus 5% is neither here nor there because the price is back where it was before when you bought your house. So you're not in negative equity. It's only people that have bought in that last year that would have that 5% drop. But the reality is the majority of people that buy in the, la in the last year will not be selling their house anyway. It'll be, it'll be almost, it'll almost be impossible. They will not be selling their house at all. It's very, very rare if anybody moves into a house and then moves within one year. Um, typically, people will rent otherwise because the entry and exit costs are so high. So the 5% drop by the end of the year won't be won't make any difference. The most important thing we've got to think about in this market, for the health of the housing market, the most important thing, is not the price drop or the prices themselves. It's the number of transactions every single month overall the whole of the UK, because that is the true health and the true pulse of the of the, of the the market. Because of the market, of the number of transactions, I've got my hand on my pulse, by the way, um, my fingers on my pulse. If the number of transactions are the same every single month, it's like your heartbeat. And that's like the lifeblood. It's going through the housing market itself. And that heartbeat keeps going. And if it's consistent every single month, that means the health of the housing market is going to be consistent as well. Because the, the jobs that are created because of that and the contractor's business and the everything that goes in, in you know, fitting kitchens and bathrooms and that will all be the same. And people will still remain to be employed and they'll still have business to operate on. Therefore, jobs will still be sustained. Therefore, unemployment will still be at the same level. Therefore, revenue will still come into the exchequer in terms of what they're expecting. Therefore, the economy will run perfectly. In a sense, it's when the number of transactions every single month in the housing market 
is a lot less, that's when we've got to be concerned because then the natural flow of the life cycle of the housing market overall begins to, it's like the heartbeat begins to drop, therefore the body of the housing market starts to die. Therefore, the banks start to get worried. Therefore, the risk goes up. Therefore, the mortgage rates have to go up potentially. And therefore, they have to become more creative or they have to then start with their own products or then have to start making sure they are covered in terms of liquidity overall. That's the key. So it's not necessarily house prices that are the most important thing. The most important thing is affordability, but it is also the number of transactions every single month is the true health and measure of the housing market. Okay, so let's go on to talk about annual house price growth. Um, so they talk about um, annual house price growth. This is Zoopla. Um, to move negative in the second half of the second half of the year, which is July onwards uh, to, to December. While quarterly, they go on to say, while quarterly price falls have slowed, the annual rate of UK price growth continues to slow rapidly um, and now stands at plus 1.2%. That's still a plus. There was predictions of massive crashes by this point in time. That's not materialised. There was a prediction of a recession by this point in time. That's not materialised either. So we're still on a good track. On a regional basis, Zoopla are going to say house price growth ranges from 2.5% uh, plus in Wales to 0.08% uh, in Northern Ireland. And average prices in London are just minus 0.2% lower while in other areas are registering a very low positive price growth. And that is that is good. We don't want huge price growth in the housing market, really. It has grown to realign with you know, salaries and wages and all the rest of it, and the way the economy is working with interest rates at a record low. Um, but now interest rates are going up. It will sort of realign to come back to that sort of price point where the, the measure of the house price and the mortgage availability and the mortgage affordability is probably similar in terms of percentage, terms of a salary, as it was two or three years ago. So they go on to say the momentum in sales, this is Zoopla over the first half, is not going to be maintained into the half of, 20, of, of, of this second half of the year. <laughs> no, no surprise. Tell me something I didn't know. Um, Higher mortgage rates will hit buying power and squeeze more buyers out of the market, bringing a return to small quarterly price declines in the second half of the year. UK house prices remain on track to fall by up to 5% over 2023, according to Zoopla, as I said. Uh, buyers' market continues in the second half of the year. So that it's, they tend to, they're seeing a buyer's market now. Their data, Zoopla's data, actually shows 14% fewer buyers in the market over the last four weeks than the average over the last five years. However, those that remain appear committed to moving home. Remember, people move home for their circumstances. They don't move home to make money. That's very, very rare that ever actually happens. Your home ownership secures your place on the housing ladder through the volatility of prices going up. Because if you've got a home and prices go up, your home goes up and the next home goes up as well. So you're not really making any money. You're just trading one for the other, but keeping yourself what we call hedged against inflationary pressure in the housing market by having a home and owning a home. So they go on to say there is evidence by sales agreed running 
8% above the average. So, you know, sales are pretty good above the five-year average. Although a wide regional variations in the underlying supply and demand balance, uh, typically, as I spoke about five there, the now. Number of new sales uh, being agreed continues to run above the national average, especially in Scotland and the Northeast, where housing is more affordable. I always said that. Housing in Scotland is six times the average salary. A buoyant housing market is six times the average salary. Housing in Fife is 5.5 times the average salary. A buoyant market is six times the average salary. It's the affordability for the mortgages on higher value properties, which is the issue here. So the higher end of the market is going to have a, there might be a breakaway and have a two-tier system where we've got the midpoint and the lower end of the market, which is doing very, very well. Higher end of the market might take a lot longer and be a bit slower to move. And people at the higher end of the market need to be probably more realistic about their price point and what they really want to achieve. But what more importantly, what they want to actually, why they want to move. What's the most important thing? Is it actually getting the most money possible or is it actually getting on to the next step? So your, you, you know, your journey. And that's a trade-off, that's a balance. Sometimes some people have to come to a realistic conclusion that that's what they need to do in order to move on. So sales volumes remain low at or below average in most English regions, but that's because the price points are a lot higher, where house prices registered some of the greatest gains over the pandemic years. This has made homes less affordable in the English areas, exposing sales volumes to the impact of higher mortgage rates on buying power. Zupla's localised house price indices uh, shows a clear link between price growth and the level of actual price houses. Its markets and average prices um, over 350,000, where further price falls are most likely. See, there you go, top end. The east of England and the southwest, the East Midlands and the southeast are areas where it appears house prices will need to adjust the most. Uh, let me just show you what we're talking about here. Here we go right here. So here's the graph right here. Increase in sales with larger discounts to asking price. So this is over 5% discount. This is over 10% discount. And you can see that the increase in sales to the 10% discount and the 5% discount overall. You can see that by the two graphs here. So what does this tell us? Um, this goes on to tell us two in five sellers having to accept uh, greater than 5% off their asking price. Um, Zupal goes on to say today's buyers are driving a harder bargain on agreeing uh, on agreed pricing. Sellers are having to accept lower offers than on the average are 3.8% below the original asking price according to um, Zupla's business uh, uh, business data home track. So they, they monitor all these things through the home track area. Now remember this is right across the UK so this isn't exclusively to the Fife area but the Fife area is actually holding up extremely well in comparison to the UK itself. Um, and also you've seen right across Scotland is holding up quite well in comparison to the UK overall. Um, Zupla has also seen a jump in the proportion of sellers accepting bigger discounts to on asking prices recently. More than two-fifths of sellers, uh, that's 42%, uh, are having to accept offers that are more than 5% below the asking price, the highest level since 2018 when annual UK house prices uh, growth was just 1% of that time. Over one in six sellers are accepting discounts greater than 10% below the asking price. One in six. 
on a level that remains more stable overall. So where does it leave us then? Well, well, let's pop up the next graph and see the higher rates. Here we go. This is the higher rates hitting buying power by up to 20%. So you can see there the size of the actual um, affordable mortgage up to the 200,000 price point. And you can see 195,000 there and the higher rates hitting the buying power. And you can see as we go into the 174, how much mortgage can be offered with the same monthly repayment on the monthly rates rise. So in other words, if the rates rise from 4% to 5% to 6%, you can see how 195,000 mortgage on the same income level, um, when it goes to 5%, drops by 11% in affordability, and then drops by 19% when it goes to 6% overall in the mortgages. So the higher rates are hit by, are, are, are hitting buying power by up to that 20% number there. So as it goes up to 6%, the buying power drops by 20% on average. So um, Zupla goes on to say then, higher mortgage rates deliver a 10 to 20% uh, buying power hit. Right, okay, so looking ahead, mortgage rates look set to remain above 5% over the coming months, delivering a further hit to the buying power of mortgage-reliant movers who account for seven in 10 property purchases. If money, the money market expectations change, then mortgage rates could start falling. So it's the money market is driving this. Remember, it's the swap rates between the bank and influencers. The list trust budget caused a catastrophic problem with the swap rates. They all became higher. Therefore, mortgages were higher. Once that was all sorted out and list trust was booted, and so was our chancellor, and it was all stabilized, the swap rates dropped completely. And that's why mortgage rates start to be more affordable as well. Now it were coming into higher base rates because the banking was pushing up to curb inflation overall as their one club approach. Um, you can see my eyes rolling there. <laughs> as if that's, you know, that's the only way to curb inflation. There's other ways to curb inflation, which they should be doing, but they're not. They're just using this one club approach and, and basically clubbing, you know, uh, mortgage holders and, and homeowners that have got mortgages. That's all they're doing. That's how, they're, that's how they see this battle. Let's just go for the people that have got the mortgages. Thanks for that. Uh, remember that next time round to come to election, by the way, <laughs> and vote with your feet. <laughs> Um, I have um, so one in seven ten purchases of the money market expectations mortgage uh, could start falling. Um, Zupla have updated uh, uh, their analysis on the extent to which higher mortgage rates reduce household buying power um, for an average purchaser with a seventy five percent loan to value mortgage. Mortgage rates moving from five uh, four to five is the eleven percent reduction, as I said, in the buying power. And the gap rises to twenty percent of the mortgage rates rise from four to six percent. Uh, this will not feed directly into house prices. The hit to buying power from borrowing costs rising from 2 to 4% has slowed the rate of price growth rather than driving sizable year-on-year -year price falls overall. Lower sales volumes have also masked the impact to some degree. And that's basically because it was a lot higher in terms of the buoyancy of the market. Therefore, that demand and the number of buyers has actually come down significantly since the five, uh, more than the five-year average. And now we're beginning to stabilise. So I think, personally, the word stabilisation is probably most uh, the most appropriate um, uh, comment here. Uh, buyers can offset reduced buying power by either injecting more equity into purchases or taking longer mortgage terms. What did I say in the beginning? Taking longer mortgage terms. Move it from a 25-year, a 35-year, and your monthly payment drops by 20%. You'll pay more overall, but on a short-term basis, 
it might work for most people without having to move. And, and personally, that's what I did in the very beginning when I first started about 30 years ago. I did these sort of things. This is the stuff that I did because I knew I would probably get a better position because I was training to be an accountant at the time. I knew my salary would go up. So in the short term, it was all about conserving cash on a monthly basis and making it more affordable for me to still continue where I am. And on the medium to long term, it was like, well, I'm going to obviously get a higher salary and I'm going to earn more money and we're going to have more income coming in. Therefore, I'll be able to start eating into that mortgage and I'll probably even get a better deal later on. That's how I looked at it. And that's potentially how some people could look at it right now. But your own personal circumstances have to apply. That's why I keep saying to you, speak to a mortgage broker. And if you need one, we'll point in the right direction. Uh, and they go on to say, Zupla actually say that quite rightly. Um, they've just exactly what I said. However, these aren't options for everyone. The longer rates stay above 5%, the greater impact on the number of buyers in the market, which impacts sales volumes and price inflation. Sales volumes are obviously tantamount and, and the most important thing. Uh, surge in supply, they go on to say surge in supply could drive uh, larger price falls, which means if there's more supply comes on the market, people could be more realistic because there's more choice for buyers, therefore it turns to a buyer's market, therefore there's better negotiation for buyers, therefore prices might have to realign a bit more and, and come, come into a more, um, more realistic uh, number, uh, possibly below home report value for the Scotland area, um, especially the English area, you know, they're away in the stars and they'll have to come down significantly. But that's no surprise. There is an expectation in the English market in terms of the UK prices that they will obviously be a lot less than what they're asking for in the first place. Um, that's why people in, from England actually see a total disparity in Scotland where they go, well, it's offers over. We've never been in a market where offers over. Um, but that's typically how the Scottish market works because we start at the bottom end and work our way up where they start at the top end and work their way down and we meet in the middle somewhere with both housing markets but more or less we pay the same prices for the same types of properties um, in the same sort of areas. So Zupla going to say um, aside from the weaker economic growth uh, the main downside risk to house prices is a surge in the supply of homes for sale. Uh, that's the main risk, and, and some signs that the supply is starting to grow at above average rate with 18% more homes listed for sale in the last four weeks than the five-year average. This is people now becoming realistic about the 1.3 million mortgage fixed rate mortgage homeowners in the UK now coming out of their fixed rate deals by the end of the year. Therefore, they're having to think, okay, am I, am I really going to be able to afford that? If you're coming at the, end, at the end of the year, then talk to your bank now. Remember, they can't do anything. They can only advise you on what to do. They can't then turn around and go, well, we don't think you're going to afford it by the end of the year, so we've got a problem here. They have to wait till the end of the year, and then they have to be agreeable, and then they have to help you as much as possible. This is all set in stone, by the way, from the last credit crunch. We just don't remember it. We used to do that. So there is negotiation with the banks. You just don't know it yet. So they go on to say the number of homes for sale uh, is back to pre-pandemic levels. Further expansion of homes for sale, if, uh, e uh, either voluntarily or partially forced through changes in circumstances, there you go, would boost supply. Uh, this would increase choice and create further room for negotiation on price. Um, the Bank of England data shows mortgage arrears uh, rates have increased off a low base in quarter, uh, the first quarter of 2023. Uh, Anecdotal evidence from the industry insiders suggests that most borrowers are paying an, uh, an extra monthly mortgage cost at refinancing rather than extending mortgage terms. So in other words, they're paying the extra and refinancing. In other words, they're going to a new mortgage term rather than actually doing what I said is pushing the mortgage terms out 
a wee bit more, therefore bringing down your monthly payment to a more affordable cash flow basis every month. In other words, you're getting to the point where you've got more cash at the end of the month, not more month at the end of the money. So 15% of mortgages will refinance this year, they're going on to say. Uh, these extra measures to boost uh, the uh, forbearance of, uh, of mortgagees will limit for sales in the near term. So they'll limit the forced sales. In other words, that's repossessions. And people saying that, well, you can't afford it. You need to sell your house. Um, so that'll be very, very limited for that reason. Uh, new sellers, though, must be realistic if they want to move. The desire to move home continues to be driven by a range of demographic and lifestyle factors. Uh, it's certainly not all about a sp aspiration for a bigger or better property. I'm visiting people now who just want to be mortgage-free. They no longer want to hold that mortgage because mortgage rates are going up. So they're going from a bigger house to look for a more affordable, uh, smaller house. Um, Zupla goes on and they say, we believe that the rising living and housing costs will continue to keep owners uh, reviewing their housing needs with moving the best option for some out of choice or necessity. Whatever the motivations are, the key message for anyone serious about moving in 2023 is the need to be a realistic on pricing, seeking the views and expertise of local agents as they plan their move. This is so important to get the advice of a local estate agent first. Now, we are local. Um, so, in Fife, we are local anyway. Uh, so, it's important to get that advice from that local estate agent first. Because, remember, you don't know what you don't know. We know what you don't know as estate agents. We know how to, for example, I've just told you about how you could push your mortgage out to a higher term and how you could put you in touch with the right people in order to do that and speak to the right the right parties in order to get the right information. So you don't know that because you're not expertise in that and that's your job to be that. So it's our job to advise you that and that's where our expertise and added value comes in. So the outlook, Zoopla's final outlook on this then. Let's look at this and finish off here. They think the resilience of the housing market and, and home buyers is set to be tested once again as mortgage rates increase over 5%. Firmer pricing this spring shows 4 to 5% mortgage rates are manageable, but the longer the rates stay over 5 and the closer to 6, the increased hit to buying power will result in lower prices and sales volumes overall. The transition to higher borrowing costs will take time to feed through. Uh, lower sales on track to be 20% down on last year has been the main initial impact. Now, if lower sales are on track to be 20% in the last year, it doesn't need to bother you in terms of the consumer or the seller or the buyer. The person that the lower sales and transactions hit is the estate agents, is solicitors, is mortgage brokers, is the um, contractors, because if there's lower sales, this is what I talked about, about the health of the housing market, is all about the the um, stability and the transactional numbers, which is the sales, because then it keeps everybody else, it keeps everybody in a job. It's a, it's a huge economy and a huge business. If, if sales drop by 20%, for example, um, just, I'll get my calculator in. If sales drop by 20%, Say 6,500 and Fife, just take Fife for example, 6,500, and we take 20% of that, that's 1,300 households less selling every single year. Now, if every single household spends, well, we'll just say 10,000 pounds on improvements, 
Some will spend more, some will spend less. Some won't spend anything at all. So that's why I say 10. Multiply it by 10,000. And that comes to 13 million pounds. So that means if sales drop, transactional sales numbers drop in Fife by 20%, that's 13 million pounds more money less to go to contractors to keep people in jobs, to buy from warehouses, B&Q, places like that. So it affects overall the 13 million just in the Fife housing market if it drops by 20%. That's why transactional numbers is more important than actual house prices overall. That's the most important thing. If transactional numbers stay healthy and they stay consistent every month, nothing to worry about. Everything else is short term. So then what Zoopla going to say, and this is key important as well, there's a large equity buffer to absorb house price falls, making the risk of negative equity much smaller than previous downturns. Remember, I talked about the 30% increase in the last three years in house prices. Even if house prices drop at the, the, the credit crunch level, which is 20%, everybody's still 10% up on three years ago, if that's the case. Banks are still fine because liquidity is still there then because there's huge equity gains in property. So banks will still be okay as well. So therefore, their liquidity will be fine. They'll be able to still afford to, um, to, to give mortgages. So that's why it's so healthy, this market right now. And it's a different market from the 2008 and 2009. The bigger challenge for the housing activity is the affordability of the monthly payments for buyers. That's the most important thing. Um, and those remortgaging set against a wider increase of other cost of living, the cost of living. See, I don't prescribe to this what it actually costs you to live. Well, no, it doesn't cost you to live. It should actually come up with some sort of term for this because it's no, it doesn't cost you to live. You live every single day. It's so The understanding is it costs money to run things. In other words, to run, to get your power, to feed yourself, to pay your mortgage. That's a different scenario. It doesn't cost you to live, if that makes sense. But we all know what the cost of living is and, and what it means. Um, so we could stick to that, I suppose, as a generic term. But just be aware of that, what you're saying to yourself when you say it. They go on to say household budgets have been squeezed and we look set for a prolonged period of uh, low nominal house price growth, which is fine, stabilisation which will result in a steady realignment of house prices and household incomes over the next three to five years. So this is going to be over the next three to five years. This is what I talk about. That's short term, three to five years. Uh, when you go to five years to full, five years to 12 years, that's medium term. When you go to 12 years to 20 years, that's long term. Um, so they go on to say the outlook and, that, and, and that's fine. Um, and, and we could finish off up there. My prediction, though, is over the next 20 years, and you'll not see this coming, I think I think house prices will double again over the next 20 years. Uh, and there's a number of factors influencing that, and I will talk about that in another show, but this is not for this show right now. Uh, and, that, and, and people will go, you're kidding. How is that entirely possible? And I'll tell you on the next show. Until next time, guys, I'm Jim Parker from Five Properties TV. Tag someone in this post. It has got a house. It has got a mortgage is potentially feeling the pinch because the information that's right in here will help them immensely in working out whether they should be selling or whether they should be going back to their bank and renegotiating with them again and getting a better deal to keep them in their existing home. 
Okay, until next time, guys, I'm Jim Parker for Fight Properties TV.